It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good morning, black and white sports fans. We are back with another live stream. Happy Thursday to everybody. Hope you guys are doing very well today. What is going on, Rhodes? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, black and white sports fans. And what are you doing, YouTube, as we went live and went from 48 people to 29 people? I, I saw that. Immediately. <laughs> oh, back what up to 41 hell? now. Back up to 41 now, man. I mean, they're doing they're doing that thing, man. They're doing that thing. So yes. Yeah, everybody Bleak smash the bleeped. thumbs up button, please. If you do not mind, I believe that a notification may have went out. I need to check and see if it did. Yep, one second ago, notification did go out. So smash thumbs up button, guys. Subscribe to the channel because we know that a majority of people aren't subscribed to the channel based on the analytics. That's just the way it is. So subscribe to the channel. And if you would like to, uh, to have access to all of the live streams after we're done, become a channel member, click the join button. And also you get, get to be, um, have access to a member's live stream. We're going to have this Saturday, 9 a.m. Central standard time. Uh, so join in. We appreciate it. And who do we have here in the chat? I see Mick Walsh, channel member, is here. Morning, guys, and Hackett, uh, we trust. So he is here. Uh, Black and White Network just roads. Mrs. Rance is here. Silent um, Rage One is here. And who else? Cruella DeVille is here also. Michael Davidson, Crypto is here. Luza. Uh, the Redskins fan, uh, we're going to be talk, talking about the, uh, the skins, too. Also, <laughs> uh, Hero 3 is here. Ryan Mack, Corey Comedy, Mrs. McGee. Thank you. We got um, 122 people watching right now. And keep smashing the thumbs up button, guys, because that will let YouTube know that we are here. But uh, this is going to be a fun show, I believe. Fun show. We got some breaking news while we were um, uh, getting prepared for the show uh, with Ben Roethlisberger. We probably we probably should actually talk about that first. Since this is uh, fresh uh, breaking news, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, love your work. Never stop grinding. I appreciate it. So we can't we can't start just yet because you knew that Giants Nation was going to send a super chat. First time. It's always something off topic. Uh for five dollars. Morning guys. My question is, do you guys think Chauncey Billups is underrated? I think he was one of the best point guards in the two thousands and has a ring. Uh Chauncey Billups underrated. I don't think he's underrated. I think he's properly rated to me. He was a very, very good player. Uh I wouldn't call him, you know, first ballot. Hall of Famer can't miss kind of person, but he was very, very good. And the 2000 Pistons, what they did to uh, the Lakers, just tore them apart. And they were really good after that. They didn't win another title, but 
I think he's uh properly rated. What do you think, Rhodes? Yeah, he was a pit bull. I think he's uh in the hall of very good for sure. But he's uh, in the hall of fame though, right? Is Chauncey in the hall for I mean, real? Ba- ba- based on the way the basketball hall of fame is, he's a hall. They of let fame. everybody in. He's a hall of famer. <laughs> Wow. I mean, they they let a lot of people in, man. The standards are actually relatively low uh, to get in there. Oh. Like, for example, I'm gonna say it. You gotta no, remember, it's it's the, it's the it's the it's the um, international basketball hall of fame. So we're talking about worldwide. But if you're talking about strictly NBA hall of fame, Mono Ginobili is not a hall of famer to me. Well, but if you're talking about since it's international. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer then. He was three-time All-NBA uh Finals MVP. He he wasn't he was All-NBA uh, not three times. No, he wasn't. He's a three-time well, yeah. All-Star, I believe. He All-All-NBA? I don't think he was ever All-NBA. Yeah, I'm looking at ba- basketball reference. He was five-time All-Star, three times All-NBA, two times All-Defensive team. Hold on, hold on. Finals Manu, Manu Ginobili. Oh no no no! I'm t- that's I'm, what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, Manu. I was like, what? I'm, what are you? Who, what are you I'm talking about? about? Chauncey Billups right now. Yeah, man. but I, yeah, I, I I was talking about um Manu because I said that he's not an NBA Hall of Famer. But when you're oh. talking about um oh, don't get the Manu folks in yeah. here, dude. Don't get them fired up. I mean, they, yeah, how is this bringing they, that they up? Think, they think that dude is um all world. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, he was a uh, um, two-time All NBA third team, uh, two-time All Star, four-time champ. No, you can't let him in. Thirteen point three points a game. That's no. Kenny Smith numbers. No, no, you're not letting Manu in there. I pe- people not on, not love on, Manu. Not, not on NBA Hall of Fame level. I wouldn't, but. It's the basketball hall of fame globally, so so he'll probably get in on an international <laughs> level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he uh, won um he won a gold medal with uh, Argentina, <laughs> so that probably um is the reason why. Skip. Manu was a, the best sits man of all time. Uh, no. What? Whoa! Have you ever heard of Ricky Pierce? Ricky Pierce was one of the best. Six men ever. What the hell? <laughs> you know who Ricky Pierce is? You remember him playing for the Bucks back in the day? Also, uh, what the heck? Two times six man of the year. Averaged, well, he averaged 14.9, but he had a stretch. 19 and a half, 23 points a game, 20.5, 22.5, 21.7, 18.2. Ricky Pierce mm-hmm. was a bad dude back in the day. Yeah. Also, Rhodes, um, you're a Celtics fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who was the player on that team that also um was a sits man? And and he's light years better than uh, Manu Ginobili. That would be Kevin McHale. Two oh, times yeah. six man a yeah. year, and it's not even close. Not yeah. even close. Manu Ginobili was no um, Kevin McHale. 
man, it's funny how we forget about guys like like Ricky Pierce. You know, I'm, I'm, I remember Ricky Pierce. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I just that, but that just I mean, hit me. I mean, I was like, oh, six man, you talking six man? You got to throw Ricky Pierce in there. But Manu, no, no. I've got a buddy that swears up and down. He's a a Hall of Famer. He like bang the bang the table on a Skip Bayless kind of level. But that's that's Spurs. Spurs fans think Manu ought to moonwalk into the Hall of Fame. No, you know? he's he's not a moonwalk in guy. He ain't yeah. Tim Duncan, David Robinson. I mean, who who would you rather have, Manu or um, Chauncey? Chauncey easily. <laughs> easy. I mean, that's an easy yeah. question for me. <laughs> and and look, I'm not a Manu hater. I mean, I understand he was very valuable for that team. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I would take Chauncey Billups without thought, without mm-hmm. hesitation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, um, let's go ahead. Let's start diving in uh, to some of these stories here, and uh, I guess we'll start with um with uh Big Ben because before we were gonna go live, uh, Roethlisberger announced his retirement, and we talked about Roethlisberger after his last game, and. It was he was definitely sounding like you know that was the end of him with the Steelers, and we were both saying that man, there's no way another team should actually go after him because he he he's toast, he's done, and apparently Ben Roethlisberger has now listened to us. You guys can see here Steelers uh, QB Ben Roethlisberger officially announced his retirement after 18 year career, and he did post a video on his retirement right here from his uh, Twitter account. So let's go ahead and watch it. With the 11th pick in the 2004 NFL draft, Pittsburgh Steelers select Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback, University of Miami. I don't know how to put into words what the game of football has meant to me and what a blessing it has been. Well, I know with confidence I have given my all to the game. And right there, that was one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history. Santonio Holmes. I wish they had the other angle, though. I am overwhelmed with gratitude for all it has given me. A boy from Finley, Ohio with NFL dreams, developed in Oxford at Miami University, blessed with the honor of 18 seasons as a Pittsburgh Steeler and a place to call home. The journey has been exhilarating, defined by relationships and fueled by a spirit of competition. Yet the time has come to clean up my locker, hang up my cleats, and continue to be all I can be to my wife and children. I retire from football, a truly grateful man. First and foremost, I need to thank the Lord for all the many blessings he has bestowed on me. To my wife, Ashley, our children, Benjamin, Bailey, and Bodie, you lift and inspire me and give my life purpose. I am so thankful for your love and support. I love you so much. To my parents and sister, every step of the way, your support and love has driven me to be the best and never give up. To the Rooney family, the Tall family, Coach Tomlin, Coach Cower, and all of the coaches who have poured into me, the incredible people on every level that make the Pittsburgh Steelers a special organization. Thank you for believing in me and allowing me to battle with you in pursuit of excellence. To all of my teammates and the endless friendships that I have gained, I appreciate you and our shared commitment to wearing the black and gold with pride and dignity. Putting that jersey on every Sunday with my brothers 
will always be one of the greatest joys of my life. To Steeler Nation, the best fans in all of sport, thank you for accepting and supporting me as your quarterback over the years. Football has been a gift, and I thank God for allowing me to play it, surrounding me with great people and protecting me through to the end. With love and honor. So they have it. Uh, ben Roethlisberger calls it a career. So Rhodes, um, yeah, Roethlisberger. I believe that if he played in another era, we probably would actually um appreciate his game more because he had to play in the era of Tom Brady, who's the goat, Peyton Manning, who I think is the um fifth best QB of all time. Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the four guys clearly better than him. And I don't really think it's even a discussion, but he is the fifth guy in that era to me. If he played in in another era outside of the Brady era, will we have more appreciation for him on the field? Probably. He went to what he went to three Super Bowls. Name name those guys again. We know we know Brady. We know Peyton Brady. Manning. Okay, yeah, we know Peyton. Drew Brees. And um Aaron Rodgers. Is Rodgers and Brees really better than Big Ben? Are we sure about oh, I, that? I would I would take I would take them over him. The question is why? He won more. Why? Why? I mean, think about I, it. I think those guys are just better quarterbacks. I mean, also, Rodgers, three-time MVP, maybe well, I, four based on this year. And uh, if you want to go um, to Drew Brees, Drew Brees doesn't have any MVPs. Neither does uh, Roethlisberger. Right. I would I would take Big Ben over Brees without question. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put him in the conversation. I think there's an argument between him and Rodgers. Three Super Bowl appearances. Uh, yeah. I mean, now Ben was and, never and they, he was never bu- the, he was never the MVP of any of those Super Bowls. And the first one, let's be real, man. Let's be real. You remember his performance in that first Super Bowl against um, Seattle? Oh yeah, it was yeah. one of the all time yeah. worst performances ever by I, a winning I, or losing quarterback. What did he throw for like forty yards or something? It was. I, I don't. It was, I don't remember. It was, it was low. It was pretty bad. One hundred and twelve yards. It was. I think it was one hundred and twelve or something like that. It was. It was anemic. But I. I'm actually surprised that 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 feels such like a given there between those two quarterbacks, because Rodgers and Big Ben threw a, for a shit ton of yards, just like Aaron Rodgers, sixty thousand yards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know. I, I think there's at least an argument there. I think, I think I would take Rodgers, but I don't. It's more of a splitting hairs issue than a than a just a rubber stamp. I mean, I it's I think it's at least a debate. You know, um, okay. You think it's a little bit closer than I do, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I would. Where? Well, now you where said would, uh, you said. Go ahead. Go ahead. Where would you have? Roethlisberger ranked would you would you have him in the top 10 all time no no would you have Rodgers in the top 10 
he's in that discussion. You know my top five. My top five is pretty clear. And Brady and Rogers are clearly, I'm sorry, Brady and um, Manning are clearly in that top five right there. Okay. Elway, I would guess. Oh, Elway, Elway's number three for me. My, my right. top five is uh, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, John Elway, Roger Staubach, and um, Peyton Manning. Okay. And you got Staubach in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you have to go. I don't know exactly where Ben is, but there's other QBs I would take over him. I would take Jim Kelly over him. Jim Kelly didn't win a Super Bowl, but I would take Jim Kelly. I would take Dan Marino over him. We already talked about um um Drew Brees, um Dan mm. Dan uh, sorry, Drew Brees and uh Damn, name slipped my mind. It, it, you know Aaron what? Rodgers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I would probably take Jim Kelly over over yeah. Big Ben. I would take Troy Aikman over him too. Uh, uh oh, I wouldn't. I would no take way. Steve Young no over way. him. Yeah. Um, I would take Warren Moon over him. He didn't win a Super Bowl either. Ooh, but that's. Oh. Wait a minute. Damn, Warren Moon was great though, man. Yeah, he was good, but there's no way. I mean, okay. you got Yeah, for me you've got to have a ring on your resume. Uh I mean, that's or you at least got to have What what is this? William Wilkinson, Elway, no effing way he didn't win until he got a running game. What? What? Are you serious? How many Super Bowl appearances did he have before he had he three even Super Bowl won? appearances and an MVP before Terrell Davis even got there? Oh gosh, and then follows up with Jim McMahon. Okay. Oh, okay. Got He's it. trolling in. He's trolling. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know, back in the day, Bradshaw. Yeah, you know, you, you got to take Bradshaw above him. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jim Kelly was. People don't realize man, Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly was great. Was man, all time great. Yes, he was. Four yeah. straight Super Bowls. Unfortunately, he got blown out twice by the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um, I just got a uh, Jim Kelly um, picture, mm-hmm. actually. That's Frank. Oh, you do. I got, I got it out of the auction. Um, it's it'll go up in my when we move. It'll go up my studio, but it's him as uh in the Houston Gamblers, mm-hmm. USFL. Okay. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Jim Kelly was all time. Yeah, I guess. Oh man, everybody is so in on Aaron Rodgers to the um I'm gonna I'm taking Aaron Rodgers over him. I, I mean, know he's only went to one Super Bowl. No, he's went to two. He lost one. No, Aaron Rodgers has been to one. He's the only been to one. Steelers beat Aaron Rodgers if I didn't he? No, or that's no, who Aaron beat. Rodgers beat. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers beat the well, Steelers. Who, didn't he go to two? No, he's been to one. Oh, well, then I really don't give him as much credit as I've been giving him. <laughs> I thought Aaron Rodgers had been to two Super Bowls. No, he's been to one. One only. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now, the Steelers, they lost to... Because um, Roethlisberger, he went to three. Who did he lose to? I'm trying to remember. Because they beat Seattle. They beat the Cardinals. Oh, that's who that's who Aaron Rodgers beat. He beat the Steelers. <laughs> he beat the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. Okay, he's only been to one. Yeah. Yikes. Ooh, I almost yeah. forgot. Favre. Uh, 
Yeah, far Favre easily over, yeah, I over mean, Big Ben. Yeah. Well, well, okay, that 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 runs me back. Yeah. Big Ben I is probably even... in that 15 15, 15 to 20 range somewhere around there. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um but uh yeah, I was starting to actually lean Rodgers over Favre after all these years, but yeah, you're right. Uh, he's, he's one and zero. Oh. No, I'm I'm picking Favre over Rogers. Me too. To I, I'm that. I'm gonna take Favre, and I know people are gonna talk about the interceptions. They are two different style quarterbacks at that. Two, two look, Favre played Rod, a great deal in the '90s. Yes, and Favre and, was a gunslinger. Rogers is much more careful with the ball. He doesn't throw pits. But Rodgers is also one of those guys, you know, that he, he won't be reckless with the ball. But, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, in a way, one of my biggest problems with Mahomes is he holds on to the ball too long for me. Mm-hmm. And he tries to get all dance. He starts moonwalking and doing Michael Jackson at there. He's going to get crushed. He won't have a long career if he keeps that up. Um, ben is in the 10 to 13 range. Okay, let, let's just do this here. You agree my top five already is better than Ben. Let's try to figure out a good range. So my top five, Brady, yes or no? Yeah, yeah. I've right, got Brady right. and Montana as the top okay. two. So Montana, yep. yes. John Elway, yep. um, Roger Staubach. I I would not have Roger Staubach in my top five. Not well. No, no. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about just better yeah. than Ben. Oh yeah, yeah. I can okay, go yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. All I right. Peyton, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Okay. Um. Dan Marino. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Drew Brees. I, I I probably wouldn't know. Okay. If you did, I mean, but but he it, he'll it's so, he'll go it, down overall better for the most it's, part. It's so close that Brees would probably be literally the next spot right behind Ben. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, Aaron Rodgers. You already said. Um, yeah. 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 Ultimately, I'd rule Aaron, but okay. I think it's. I think it's more of a debate okay. than people should. Uh, Terry Bradshaw. We already said yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now you said I said Troy Aikman. You said you don't want to know my opinion of Troy. So let's just go on. <laughs> All he's right. the he's the second most overrated quarterback of all time next to Eli Manning. Oh, <laughs> and look, I'm not hating on the Cowboys. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love Irvin. I love Smith. I yep. love Novacek. I just didn't see the beauty in Troy Aikman at all. But let's go on. Uh, Steve Young. Yep. Sorry. So that's 10 right there. So roughly, we're already 10 in, and it's kind of like easily eight. We both agree on two of them. Kind of in between. Um, who else am I missing here? Now, if you want to get even more old school, Johnny Unitas has to go above him. Otto Graham has to go above him. Now we're going old school. But if we want to stick to like 1970 and beyond to make it easier then. But also, I think that... um Bart Starr, I think a majority of people are going to put Bart Starr above him. So we can just throw him in there, too. Johnny Unitas, yes. Yeah, Johnny Unitas. So roughly the Super Bowl era and beyond for the most part. 
Yeah. And he's gonna, guys, he's start, gonna, start, the, start throwing QBs in there, too, because I'm, we're doing this off the top of our hits right now. He, he's going to be somewhere between 15 and 20, probably. Mm-hmm. Thir- I, you know, I can even uh, go so far 13 to 20, somewhere in there. Okay. Ken Stabler? Uh, no, I'd have Big Ben ahead of him. Okay. Um, and I oh, like Kenny Stabler. The QB for the... Uh... The Vikings, Johnny, Johnny Utah, uh, Fran Tarkin, <laughs> Fran, Fran Tarkinson. Tarkin. Yeah. yeah. Who would you have? Oh, I'm probably right. still going Ben, but it's closer than. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one right there. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, I know there are some other ones that I'm missing. Yeah. There's some other ones that I'm missing. There's guys that won multiple Super Bowls. I mean, I, there's no way in hell I'm putting Eli up there with No, e- Eli's not in this conversation. Um, you know, Phillip Rivers, we all agree Jim, that he's better Jim than Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Jim Pluckett is another one. Um Oh. Well, I've still I've still got been ahead <laughs> of him, but yeah. Bobby uh, Boucher. <laughs> um I know you're a uh you're probably a hater on Kurt Warner the way I am on Troy Aikman, probably. The thing about uh, Kurt Warner is, man, Kurt Warner, he once he got once those weapons went away, man, he he went into a dead spot. I mean, like he was literally about to fall off a well, he did fall off a cliff. I mean he he has the weirdest career ever. Damn foul. That's a good one right there. That's a good one. That's yeah. a real good one right there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh Kurt Warner had the weirdest career ever. He when he was high, he was just about as high as anybody. But then he just fell so hard, man. I mean, look at it, look at the middle five years of his career, man. I mean, he was on the bench. The bench. Yeah, but you know he should not have gotten benched for Eli Manning that season. He should not have. Yeah, but they did. That, but that I, was, but I, but that I understand, was an ownership decision. I understand why they did it, though. I mean, Eli was the future. Kurt yeah, Warner was not the future of the Giants. Weren't they fight? Well, maybe he should have been after the way he played in Arizona. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. See, I like, let, let me pull up uh, Kurt Warner's. Um, I wonder if they just have it here on Wikipedia because it's going to show it bigger. Let me see. Yeah, they uh, do. They do. So I'm going to share my lo- screen real quick. I love Phil Sims, but he's not as good as Big Ben. No, no. I like Theismann, but he's not as good as Big Ben. Boomer Sison. Uh, Paul Blake. <laughs> All right. Oh, Ryan Leaf. This is Kurt Warner right here. Now, this is um his MVP seasons here in yellow here. Okay. Uh, 4,300 yards. Now, that was a ton of yards back in um, the 90s. Uh, 48. He stuck through 22 interceptions. So the first three years in St. Louis, really good. Man, he threw 9.9 yards per attempt in 2001. Wow. But then look at this. Three touchdowns, 11 pits. One touchdown, one interception. Six touchdowns, four interceptions. He goes to Arizona, 11 uh, touchdowns, nine interceptions, 2006, six touchdowns, five interceptions. So that's one, two, three, four, 
five years. Yeah, I was right. Five years in the middle of his career. Nothing. Just nothing. And then 2000, I believe this year went to the Super Bowl, right? 2007. I think that's what it was. But he he just had a weird career, man. I think you have to give Warner credit for one thing. Number one, he took two different franchises to the Super Bowl. I give him credit for that. And number two, he took the Arizona Cardinals to the Super Bowl. I get that. I get that. You know, my my problem with Kurt Warner is really the consistency. It wasn't there, man. I mean, you can't you can't deny the consistency wasn't there. He just fell off a cliff. It's just the weirdest career ever. And then he just bounces back. It's a very strange career. Yeah. Now. I did see an interview where Mike Marks said that he feels like he did a massive disservice to Kurt Warner. He kind of come out and admitted. He said, he basically treated Kurt Warner like crap. He said, I treated him like crap when he was in. uh, When Remember when Marks got elevated and and became the head coach in Mm -hmm. St. Louis? He drove kurt warner into the ground of course people got to remember mike marks's offense to begin with was brutal to play in brutal i mean he was like no risk it no biscuit on steroids i mean those quarterbacks got murdered back there for the rams Mm -hmm. i mean creamed And, and when mike marks went to to the niners he got alex smith murdered back there I mean, it was a brutal offense to play in. It can throw up some numbers, but, man, look out. People are saying Brad Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Bradford. Actually, yeah. here's a list People we can kind of use playing, here. But... Here's a list we can use. This is from um, the NFL's. Remember they did their, their top 25 uh, QBs of all time? Let me see here. Is this from, um, oh, this is from 2019, but uh, it, it'll give us kind of a reference here. Um, Norm Van Brocklin, but he played in the 40s, uh, so let's not even go there. Lynn Dawson. Mm, uh, hell of a 50s, quarterback. Yeah, 50s, yeah. probably a little bit before the time frame you're kind of looking at. Fran Tarkenton. We didn't necessarily answer this one, though, but what do you think? Roethlisberger I mean, that, or Fran? Uh, no, I got I got Big Ben ahead of him. Okay. I wouldn't disagree with that. Warren Moon, man. Man, he was great. I think they might have Warren a little underrated here. Did they have him at 22. That That's low right there for me. That feels low for Warren. It does feel low. Definitely feels low. Um, Big Ben or him? The problem with Warren Moon only, you know, he only won three playoff games. It's amazing. I, I've got to go because the difference between Warren Moon and Jim Kelly is Jim Kelly had four straight True. Super Bowl appearances. True. So I got to go Big Ben. Okay. There. Okay. I'll, so, I'll roll. I'll roll with that then. That's Jim yeah. Kelly. Uh, too low for me right there. 21 is too low. That, that feels too low, but 
Anybody realize how nuts it is that he took four teams? To- oh, hell no. They got you Kurt know. Warner here. I'm not putting him above Jim Kelly. Me neither. I'm not I'm not doing that. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. I, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, they, got, they got Benny 19. So that's roughly in the range. That feels... That feels right. Yeah, that's that feels, really in the range we were talking about. That feels right, right-ish anyway. Yeah. Now, even yeah. though I said I'll take Jim Kelly over Ben. Uh, all right. Russell Wilson. Hell no. Just, just stop it. Russell Wilson, I'm taking Ben over him. I'm taking Jim Kelly over him. No question. This, this is idiotic that, right here. That's... All right, Terry Bradshaw, we already talked about him. He's that feels kind of low for Bradshaw, to be honest. It, it, it does. And to have Russell Wilson so close to him? Uh. Wouldn't you? Bradshaw feels like a no-brainer top 10 guy to me. I don't know. Sid yeah, Luckman, yeah. I never even thought about him. Now, Sid Luckman, I mean, that's 1939. Yeah. I'm trying to get <laughs> it more closer to the Super Bowl era. Steve yeah. Young, okay, we both agree he's better than Ben. Troy Aikman, I said yes. You said um, man, they got a long article here. Am I did I skip over somebody? Oh, yeah, there's Star. Bart Star. Star. I'd say Bart Star. Uh, who else? Nets. Brett Favre, easy. Yeah. They got him at twelve. Hmm. Man, they. Sammy Ball, slinging Sammy Ball. Now, yeah, I know I said Super Bowl era, but when it comes to the history of the game. You got to take Sammy Baugh easily. Because it's so hard to compare the errors, but Aaron Rodgers. Okay, we already talked about him. John Elway, nine. That's too low for John. What the hell? Did they even watch Elway play? <laughs> <laughs> Roger Staubach. Okay. Um, Dan Marino. I think the rest of them we're probably going to say all better than Ben. But we were just trying to use this here to see who who's out there. Uh, Drew Brees. That's too Boy, high. that feels high to that's me. That's high. I mean, look, I know Saints fans have him at number one. but mm-hmm. Otto Graham. Now, that was the guy right there. This is the one guy, I believe, from the old school era. You can argue this guy was the greatest football player of all time right here. He he's in the conversation when you talk about the totality of the history of the game. Hey, I I, I changed my pick. Greatest of all time. <laughs> uh, Johnny Smoke. Johnny Unitas. Yeah, I think we agree with that. Peyton Manning. Okay. Um. Joe Montana and of course Tom Brady. So yeah, yeah. yeah so. Okay. Yeah. So we, we kind of agree. Big Ben is roughly in that thirteen to twenty ish range. I think you can argue anything from thirteen to to twenty. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right, guys. Smash the thumbs up button if you do not mind. Uh, let me check Streamlabs here. Nothing yet. Do we have any super chats that came in? I don't even know. I was over here flipping screens and stuff, so negative ghost rider. No super chats. Okay. All right. So let's jump into the Super Bowl. 
which I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys um, came in, um, saw the title of it. The Super Bowl is ruined. Why, you may ask, because of the politics of the People's Republic of California in L.A. Because check this out, guys. Let me share my screen here with you. This is crazy, but I guess we should have known this was going to happen. But it's actually worse than what we thought. Over here on CNN, Super Bowl attendees given masks must wear them unless eating or drinking, says public health director. The NFL should have got this game out of California with this. Because we know Jerry Jones would have been happy to have that game in Arlington. I couldn't believe they didn't go ahead and yank it out of there. I, I, that would have been the best business decision to have made. This is going to look so jacked it's, up on TV. And it's not All just the, the game. It's not just the game. Let me read some of this. All attendees at Super Bowl 56 will be given N95 masks and will be reminded to keep their face coverings at all times unless eating or drinking, said Los Angeles County of Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer Tuesday. Yeah, because apparently we sound like a broken record. Apparently, when you drop that mask to eat or drink, the virus just magically skips over you. It's out of there. I would hold... Uh, uh, I would hold a container of nachos in front of my face the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just now, I, I bet, I've been to many games, guys, and um, I would say, what's the percentage of people that normally eat and drink during the game? It's pretty high. Yeah. I've been, I've been to yeah. um, Texans games. Those line, that line for food is pretty long. I'm, I'm going to say a good 50, 60% of people are roughly eating at all times during the game. Or drinking. But apparently that virus is just going to skip over you if you're eating or drinking. Fans, and it gets worse, fans heading to the NFL experience at the L.A. Convention Center, the NFL's interactive football theme park, uh, launching the week ahead of the February 13th Super Bowl, will receive free take-home test kits with messaging the test before the big game. Said Ferrer. So when you go into the interactive theme park, they want you to think about the virus. She said the NFL anticipates distributing over 60,000 test kits. The, the uh, county will set up vaccination sites at the NFL experience, and anyone receiving first, second, or a booster dose of the vaccine will be given free entry to the event. Rhodes, huh. are you going huh. to, if you're huh. a fan of the Super Bowl, are you going to these events for, for COVID? Or are you going for the experience of the Super Bowl? Because wow. this seems more like the experience of COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're going for the uh, the pandemic experience, the pandemic extravagant. You know, NFL, go bleep yourself on this. Like, mother bleep yourself, like, a bunch of times, repeatedly. That's crazy. You know, I mean, just reading that shit out loud just sounds mm-hmm. completely loony. I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. God almighty, this is so stupid. And you, you guys may want to wonder why are they giving out um, KN95 masks? 
I guess we can say it now, Rhodes, because it's out there. The science oh. is out there, and this is directly from the CDC. And we've known this for a while. The K95 mask, that offers the best protection from the virus. The CDC themselves, on a study, said that the cloth mask, that, you know, those little blue masks that everybody's wearing, offer very, very little protection. That is from the CDC. And I'm being nice about that. Okay, YouTube. That is from the CDC. That's not us making this up because they did a study on this. That's why Mr. Biden wants to distribute over 400,000, 400 million, I should say, in 95 masks. They don't want right. you to wear the cloth masks anymore. Right. Dude, this is nuts. Yeah. The NFL will offer free rapid testing. Now, this is the NFL now. Free rapid testing at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood and the LA Convention Center so that all attendees can test to know their status before they enter events, said Ferrer. Ferrer briefed the board on the, the week's uh, COVID-19 statistics in the state's most populous county as the positivity rate has dropped from 17% to 14%. This downward trend is encouraging and signals that we are likely to pass the peak of Omicron transmission and are beginning to see a real decline in the number of newly infected individuals, she said. Her optimism was um, tempered, noting that uh, case rates are still high, averaging about 32,000 new infections per day. And though hospitalizations have dropped, that number also remains high. God, I can't <sighs> believe the people in this area keep voting this crap in. I yes. mean, yeah, it's like y'all are just giving up. You're a bunch of sheep out there. I mean, just. For crying out loud, you look like them slow ass zombies from The Walking Dead, just, just, just dragging a leg across the damn pasture to your fate, waiting for Rick to come in and put a mm. bullet in your head. This is so dumb. This, this is dumb. This is turning. This is the Super Bowl this year is going to turn in to a Wuhan virus protection propaganda commercial. For three and a half hours. But oh, you want oh, not counting not counting all the pregame. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nine and yeah. a half hours. Because apparently, guys, we're gonna talk about this now. Apparently, some kind of crazy reason, man, based on this logic here, the virus only spreads in the stands. Because check this out. This is from today also. The curious tale of why 49ers and Rams coaches can circumvent California mass mandates at indoor SoFi Stadium. Yeah, that's right. The coaches on the sideline who are not playing, they don't have to wear the mask. But you peasants that want to go to the Super Bowl and spend thousands of dollars on tickets, you got to wear a mask. But the coaches don't. And if this thing is so bad, why don't the players have to wear the mask too while they're playing? I'm, I'm curious about that. How the virus just magically skips if you're playing a, a sport indoors, well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't get me started on all the different events that happen that where the virus decides to disperse while the said event is going on. Yeah. I bet you if you started certain kinds of rallies around the stadium, they would probably the, the coronavirus wouldn't even show up there. It, Boy, it would it would I, I lay could, out. For I'm the willing Super to bet, Bowl. man. I'm willing to bet. 
if there was a um a BLM he just said a rally or BLM violence, they would not care about the mass. I don't believe that. No, but no, nothing to see here. Please move along. Yeah, yeah. It says here, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles has a roof. Fans and stands are required to wear masks. Both California and Los Angeles County are currently enforcing indoor mask mandates that apply to all individuals, regardless of jab status. So why is it that coaches and sideline personnel for the Rams and visiting teams have been able to go maskless amid these public um, health orders, all while participants at indoor youth sports games are required to wear masks, according to uh, California uh, Department of Public Health guidance. California's indoor mask mandate first took effect on December uh, 15, 2021, and will remain in place through February 15th. It will be active for Sunday's uh, Rams 49ers NFC Championship game, as well as Super Bowl 56 on February 13th, which is also set to take place in at uh, SoFi Stadium. But a Rams spokesperson told um, SFGate that despite the presence of a roof, SoFi Stadium has been classified as an outdoor venue, meaning the <laughs> statewide mandate does not apply. Bruh. <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> it's an indoor venue, but it's classified as an outdoor venue. But now you have to wear N95 masks if you're a ticket buying fan. But the but for the Rams coaches or whoever on the sideline, right it's an outdoor venue for them. Wow, and y'all are okay now. Now let me look at the camera a second. People that vote in California, y'all are okay with this. This is how y'all get down when you actually walk into a voting booth and you get ready to cast your vote. You're okay with this complete nonsense, and that's what this is. It is nonsense in Texas. In in rural Texas, we say this is bullshit. This is BS. And y'all going to go in there and keep voting these folks in? Stop that nonsense. Uh, Will you please? Rhodes, didn't they just just put Gavin Newsom back in power, right? So this ain't surprising. Look, I talked to some people from California. I mean, I've had people literally tell me they they have just accepted their socialism fate. They have just accepted it. It's part of their way of life. It doesn't make any sense. Let's go on. That's not the end of the matter. Los Angeles County has a separate mass mandate for outdoor mega events. Why do they have mass mandates for the outside? Anyway, with more than uh, 5,000 attendees that stipulate masks can only come off when attendees and staff are actively eating and drinking. Yes, because the virus just magically skips over you. Um, even if SoFi Stadium is considered an outdoor venue, why does LA's, LA County's mandate not apply to sideline personnel during the 2020 NFL season coaches and all other individuals not actively playing uh, football on the sidelines wore masks. Mm. The Rams spokesperson did not respond when SF Gates subsequently asked about the county mandate. I'm sure you didn't. Yeah. The California, the people's Republic of California's department of public health 
provided no comment and referred F FS, I'm sorry, SF gate to the people's Republic of Los Angeles County's health department. The Los Angeles department of health did not return repeated requests for comment. Nobody wants to comment on this roads. Oh, they're passing the buck. They know it's nonsense. They know it's ridiculous. When the cameras aren't around, they don't have their damn mask on. Come on. They don't. They don't. These people are wearing freaking masks during sex. Let's keep it real. They're just, I mean, mm -hmm. they're so paranoid. Come on. Yeah. They bring, the they, bring up, they bring up a good point here. Remember those stay-at-home orders? You could not go out. You could not go outside. At the end of 2020, California granted several exemptions to mm. Hollywood film, filming mm. crews amid a mm. new stay-at-home order mm. that shut down businesses statewide. Mm. Yeah, they didn't That's want you to go to work, but they had no problem letting Hollywood elites go to work. Oh, They wanted that, you to suffer. That Disney payoff money sure did taste good, didn't it, wow. California? Come on, guys. I mean... Look, I feel bad because what people don't realize is there's a massive conservative base in California. They Huge. Do. They're, they're Huge. overshadowed, though, because yeah. two-thirds two of uh, California is socialist Democrats. You want to know something crazy? The, there's more farms and ranches in California than there are in Texas. I would yeah. have never thought that, mm -hmm. but that's a fact. Okay, but it's, it's, it's those two damn L.A. and San Francisco areas that oh god i wish the niners would move to san antonio god. man if there's any texans going in the super bowl i would try to sell my tickets get i would uh, get out of there man there's, there's a big reason why a whole bunch of people are leaving the people's republic of california there's a reason why they love coming over here to texas and florida because we're free but this this is absolutely ridiculous, man. You just saw nobody could answer a question. Why does sideline personnel not to, need to wear masks? They passed the question along. Yep. Ask, ask this group. They go to that group. Oh, well, ask this group. I bet everything's that way. I bet if you need a permit for something, I bet it is a circle jerk with no pivot, man. I mean, just a nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah. God almighty. This is a dumpster fire, man. Complete dumpster fire. All right. We got a couple of super chats here that came in. Uh, Heath Nation 2465 for $2. Um, uh, says a part of me hopes our Bengals lose now because of the mandates. We're going to do our pits tomorrow. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And Heath Nation also uh, sends another um, $2. The halftime show would disappear. Change my mind. Uh, you know, apparently, you know, the halftime show too. They they're not going to be wearing. Dr. Dre is not wearing a mask on that stage. No. Uh -oh. You know, because the the virus man just magically doesn't go down to the field. Apparently, oh. it was coming at the the Wuhan virus was swooping towards Dr. Dre and it saw Dre and turned around and went no, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't want. I'm good. I'm 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 yeah. Vote these people out. Please, my yes. God. Giants Nation, $5. Ah, Callie, I live in New York. I feel you guys pain. Yeah, you and the People's Republic of New York, just as bad, man. Just as bad. I, man. Rhodes, you know how blessed we are to live in Texas, man? 
Oh, yes. Every single solitary Bruh. moment of every Bruh. day. Yes. And yeah. r- real story, man. People in Texas still do wear masks. But the difference in- is they don't freak out when you don't wear one. I saw one <laughs> in a ma- wearing a mask in his car the other day. Oh, I saw that too. I, I think I went to Wayne stop and somebody was in their car wearing a mask. I actually, actually, um, this is last year. This is a Japanese restaurant that I go to sometimes. Rhodes, I shit you not. These people were sitting down at the table eating with their masks on. It was like four of them. I don't know how they did it. I mean, they were literally just, they were eating like that. I mean, this is how crazy these politicians are making your life, man. Amen, honey. Good Lord, man. Mick Walsh for two euros. Ireland went uh, 100% open this week. Thank you. Good job. Your your shirt is going in the mail Mm -hmm. uh, today, I think, or tomorrow. John Station, $5. I I walk in a store without a mask in a store. People look at me like I'm an alien. That's New York. Doesn't happen here, man. And you still got a lot of people in Texas wearing masks. But people in Texas, you know, at least where where I'm at, where I live at, nobody cares if you wear a mask or not. It's it's about 60-40, I think. Something like that. I I would still say probably the majority are probably still wearing masks. But they're not demonizing the people that don't want to wear a mask. This is insane, man. Uh, smash thumbs up button, guys. Thank you. We got uh, almost 500 people in here. So we're having a pretty good uh, turnout um, for this uh, show today. Uh, consider becoming a channel member to support us over here. We're going to have a members live stream um, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And it also gets you access to the live stream in its entirety because once we get done here, it does go to members only. So thank you guys for supporting us. And before we jump over to our next topic here, I'm going to check out Streamlabs. Nothing on uh, Streamlabs. So, all right. Let's do it, man. Let's move on here. Rhodes, you are a 49ers fan, are you not? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess you're making it harder here, okay? (laughs) I guess. Deadspin, man. We've done videos on Deadspin. Is there oh, a yeah. more dumpster fire uh, news organization that likes to race bait everything? No, they that no, they make uh, Dan Lebitard look like Donald Trump. Yeah, I shit you negative. No kidding, they're that woke. They shot themselves in the foot because they don't want NF, an NFL team, any NFL team, to hire a 49ers coach because he's a white guy. Bruh, it came back to bite them in the ass, man. I mean, I knew he wasn't white. Dead fin, dead fin, dead spin clarifies. Dead spin clarifies hit piece on white guy, 49ers coach to reflect he is biracial. We regret the error. Now, honestly, guys, tell you the truth. If I was looking at him, I would think he's white. But to me, I don't give a damn about his race. Do, do, you, do you care if this guy's black, white, or whatever? I don't care. Not is he the a, best person for the job? 
I don't give a rat's ass. And yeah, this guy will eventually be a coach. Yeah. Now, honestly, looking at him right now, he looks like a white guy. And it, I just don't care. But it says um, an embarrassing oversight led Deadspin to correct a hit piece. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> it was a hit piece about race. That's the thing. Oh, a boy. hit piece about race, folks. And they oh, fucked boy. up his race. <laughs> <laughs> a hit piece against oh, San Francisco 49ers oh, and I, offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel this week. The outlet's um, Sean Beckwith wrote an article published Saturday in which he campaigned for NFL teams with head coaching vacancies to hire minority candidates. Quote, be careful what you tweet for. People of the online realm, he wrote. Mike McDaniel, the San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator, who has gone viral for his adorable news conferences featuring references to Mike Jones and engaging answers, is ticking off all the boxes to be the next trendy young white guy who takes a head coaching position before any of the many deserving black candidates. There's only Oops. one problem with Betworth's, uh, Betwit's uh, characterization of McDaniel as a Oops. trending young white guy Oops. who might get a position over these deserving black candidate. Oops. McDaniel is biracial. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you wrote a hit piece about race and got the race wrong. Oh, boy. Thank you, Deadspin. Thank <sighs> you. We appreciate that. You continue to make the mainstream media look like a bunch of morons. Morons. Yeah. Betwick God. added, the, co- the current coaching trend is leaning towards brilliant young offensive minds, white guys like Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Cliff Kingsbury, Zach Taylor, Matt LaFleur, Kevin Stefanski, Matt Gruel, uh Brandon Staley, and Nick Serenia. Serenia, I'm sorry. Uh, add in that McDaniel went to Yale and is blood in the water for NFL teams for looking for a coach. He might be brilliant. He might be the next Josh McDaniels. But he's not more qualified than any of the black coaches who just got fired, including Brian Flores or the longtime uh, coordinators who can't seem to get hired. Betwith attributed McDaniel's uh, ascent to a coordinator position with a premier NFL team to his personality and connections and noted McDaniel is a perfect example of how qualified black candidates get overlooked. Betwith's assumption of McDaniel's race is all the more embarrassing when you read this profile of him from NBC Sports, which was published on March 2nd of last year. Quote, McDaniel said he had an um, infamy at an early age when he was visiting his grandmother on his father's side of the game, NBC reported at the time. When he looked at the photos around the house, he realized he looked different than other members of his family. McDaniel commented on the aforementioned infamy uh, during the interview. Quote, it is surreal when I think about it, but I remember one particular day walking around and all of a sudden noticing that, hey, I'm the only fair-skinned person in all these picture frames, he said. 
My grandmother on my dad's side is black. My dad's black. <laughs> Dead, Deadspin has issued a clarification on uh, Beckwith's um, post. Editor's note. We learned after the publication of this article that 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel, whom we describe as a white guy, is in fact biracial. This article's original text remains below. We regret the error. No, you do not. This is exactly what you wanted to do. Play the race card and it backfired. At what point do you issue an apology because Deadspin, you have a bunch of racists working for you. You rat bastards. My God, they hate white people. They always you know, have. You know what? I'm 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 shocked that they actually called him biracial. Because you know the the woke people, you know, that one drop rule, man, that they'll they'll call you a uh, black in a second. You you know you know who um Mike McDaniel looks like? When you look at uh Prince Harry and uh Meghan Markle, yeah. Those yeah. kids look white. Yeah. And because they're like seventy five percent white. That's pretty much, you know, what uh, Mike McDaniel looks like. But this is the problem, man. When you get woke and you want to play the race card, you cannot assume that this guy was just white. I can understand why you think he was he was white. But when you play the race card one too many times, it backfires when you find out that this guy is part black. And, and you, you said the- he should not get a job because he's white. You know this dude. When he sat down to write this damn piece, was excited. He was fired up. Like he was like, I'm going to throw this white dude under the bus and then back the bus back over him and then run over him again. And I'm going to look brave, stunning, courageous, virtuous, except I'm not going to take the time and do enough research to even get the race right i'm not going to get the race right in my racist hit piece about race thank you deadspin thank you i mean keep the hits coming and we will they, continue they to have knock you no out of the credibility whatsoever none, none. zero zilch. zero zilch i mean this is insulting right here so technically deadspin just said that a black man should not get a job because of his race. That's essentially what they just said. Seems that way. Seems that way. Seems accurate. Yeah. But, I'm but not. you know, they, they have been going after uh, Jason Whitlock for years, years. Whoa. It just dropped down to one viewer. It said, <laughs> what is yeah. going on with that? Yeah. I saw that. Uh, uh, just now. Well, it, it, I know on, on I, YouTube, it still says for, 66 so oh, there it is this fits down yeah i noticed on some of our analytics we've got zero view minutes on brand new videos yeah. i know that's not happening yeah i know yeah. man. i know um we got uh one more topic here guys and uh we got no we got a few more super chats that uh, came in or well, one super chat that came in i'm not sure but let's refresh and 
Yeah, I mean, look, it's pretty sad, but but Deadspin is actually more woke than ESPN, and that's hard to say. I mean, yeah. you know the you know the leaps and bounds you have to go to to be more woke than ESPN, mm. or more woke than Meadowlark. And Jamel Hill is working for Meadowlark. Oh, wow. I, I mean, that's wow. All Epic. right. We got uh, four Super Chats here. Uh, Eric CB912 for $2. How did Rhodes become a 49ers fan if he's from Texas? That's been one of the big questions here on here for a while. Okay. One of actually. Rhodes has no loyalty to Texas when it comes to sports. Yeah. You know, I always pop off and say I don't need a map to tell me who to root for. But my earliest football memory is of a game between the Cowboys and the 49ers, and there was this thing that happened, a pass to one Dwight Clark, and it was the catch, the original. 1981. And that's my earliest football memory that I can remember, and I was like, man, this is awesome, this team in the red and gold uniforms. I was like, and this quarterback is badass, Blah, 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 and that was it. I was a 49ers fan for life right there, right there. But Rhodes' favorite football player of all time is the Dallas Cowboy, the playmaker. My favorite what now? Your Say favorite fo- football player, right? Or is he no, just your favorite no, no. wide receiver? No, but but he's in my top. Michael Irvin would be my third favorite player of all time, and he's and a cowboy. And you would never yeah. think that, considering the robbery from the 49ers. You would think he would say Jerry Rice, but no, Michael Irvin is his favorite. I, I try to be completely objective. Like, you've seen me pick against the Niners. If yeah. it's come down to it, I will pick against the Niners. I mean, that I... I, I look, I love Irvin, but he drives me nuts that he will never pick against the Cowboys. I'm like, stop it, man. Yeah. I mean, no, the but, Cowboys but, aren't but winning. Look this at game. it, man. We, we talked about this before, man. Those Dallas Cowboys players, man, they love Jerry Jones. Yeah. We, we saw Troy Aikman was pissed off. He didn't get the get, he didn't get the call the Cowboys game. Emmett Smith, when, when he went to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals played in Texas Stadium. Emmett Smith was in the in the um, visiting locker room crying. He said, "I ain't supposed to be in this locker room." They man, those Cowboys players, man, love Jerry Jones, man. They love him. Uh, moving on, uh, Giants Nation for five dollars. So she's saying that uh, he went to Yale. What does that mean? Assuming his race. So is she saying a uh, black? Um, uh, head coaches can't go to Yale. Interesting. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, yep, yep. Black black people are not smart enough to get into Ivy League schools, says Dead Deadspin News at eleven. You, you want you want to know some of the most successful people in America? Nigerians. Nigerians are extremely successful in America. Mm-hmm. For one yep. thing, they're not poisoned by white liberals here. They come from uh, this country, extremely successful. I actually met some before. Really nice people, man. Nigerians are really cool people, man. They really are. But they're not poisoned by uh, leftist media over here. Um, 
Taker 610, Patrick Mahomes, highest paid white quarterback in NFL. You're not lying. Patrick Mahomes is part white. Actually, actually, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes looks more white than he does black. But he's he's biracial. If Patrick Mahomes wants to listen to himself as white, he can. You know why? Because he is. He is. That's why, uh, you know, the leftists, they hate Say Steel. Because Say Steel puts biracial on there. Because she will not deny her white heritage. Right, right. She won't. And, of course, you know, she criticized uh, Obama for that. But, but Obama was raised by his white family. Uh, Heath Nation, two, four, six, five for $2. I identify as a tomato. Now give me a coaching job. <laughs> you know, while we're thinking about it, who are your top three favorite players of all time? I don't even think I, I know for sure. No, I never even really thought about it. But Yeah, like I'm clear, Young, Favre, Irvin. That's my top, top okay. three favorite players of all time. Um, Tom Brady. Emmett Smith, and I know those are two two no brainers to me. Um, damn, I, I got to think about the third one. But those two have always been my favorites. Easily, I've got. I think I've got Brady four is where he okay. would be on my list. Yeah, and I, I'm not. I'm not even talking about it in any particular order, really. I mean, Edmund. I was a huge Emmett Smith fan. I am a huge Emmett Smith fan. Bit time. Um, could it be? Could it be Dion? I was a bit Dion Sanders fan too. Yeah, and boy, I was happy when he came to the Cowboys, man, because we saw what he did with the Forty ers and he was the game changer on the reason why that version of the Cowboys won their um, third um, championship. Oh, good question. Giants Nation, $5. Yikes. Top three NBA favorite players of all time. Number one for me, Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. Big time Hakeem fan here. He's my favorite um, NBA player. Uh, Of course, uh, Michael Jordan also as well. I'm running in the same situation. I I knew those two right off the top of my head. Third player, man. What's your what's your three roads? Barkley, Bird, number three, Thunder Dan Marley. And I was I, I like Bird too, but when when I just think of my favorite, I guess I can only think of two automatically. It's not even close. Uh, but Hakeem is my favorite NBA player of all time. To me, I guess I just can't think of a third. I was a big um, hmm. Maybe maybe it is Troy Aikman. I was a bit Troy Aikman fan too. When it comes to that, Lachana James, really, really, <laughs> come on. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, young Favre, Urban. Brady, Montana, Owens, Tio, man, yeah, I'm. You know, oddly enough, 
it's so weird, but Jerry Rice, I'm not sure if I put it on paper, Jerry would make my top 10 favorite players of all time. Shocking, I know. Shocking, I know. Like Ronnie Lott would be in my top 10 for sure. Hmm. Any dude that's willing to cut off a finger for his team. Yeah. Cool, Larry John right. he did do that. Yeah, Larry Johnson would be in my top 10 favorite. I can tell you right now in, in basketball for sure. I love Larry Johnson. Yeah, Larry Johnson was uh he, he was great. He really was great. Oh, um Bob Suez says Barkley, Jordan, and Rodman. That's a I'd good have, one. I'd have Robert Parrish in my top ten. Um Tyler Myers says Kobe, uh Michael and Allen Iverson. I, but I think it's safe to say that none of the players playing today, none of them even would come close to cracking my my top five. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Lachana James, Colin Kaepernick, Jamel Hill. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna break. Yes, I was a huge Christian Leitner fan. You were huge god he was see, such see a I, I was a north carolina he was such fan. a dick <laughs> I, I was a north carolina fan i was never a Duke oh fan. yeah and yeah. we about the truly that robbery is really about the end as we know it because coach coach k is on retiring right. after this season right. dude still has not aged in like 30 years he still looks exactly the same as he did 30 years ago i was a big ricky waters fan oh the running back yeah he you yeah. know, he's kind of underrated when it comes to running backs. I'm Dude has almost 10,000 yards, I believe. I'm, I'm pissed he's not in the Hall, but... he I don't think he was a Hall of Famer. I think he was a Hall of Very Good guy. Uh, he's a very good player. Oh, and I was a... Um, and I know people are going to think I'm nuts, but I was a huge Reggie Bush fan. I wasn't a Reggie Bush fan. 10,643 yards for Mr. Waters. Yeah, I knew he was somewhere around that 10,000 mark. he was one of the first true dual threat. He had 4,248 passing or uh, receiving yards. <laughs> hey, I figured out my third favorite NBA player. I forgot, Dr. J, man. I was a huge Dr. J fan when I was a kid. I had the Dr. J uh, jammer before the Jordan jammer. Yeah, Dr. J. So, Hakeem, Michael Jordan, Dr. J. That was my three favorite players of all time. Figure it out. Um, ooh, good one, Bo Jackson. Very good. Yeah, yep, Dion. Well, all right. Um, one more story here, guys. We will be finding out the name of um the Washington Redskins. They're always going to be Redskins to me, too. On February the 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. However, a Washington Redskins legend, Charles Mann, he actually knows the final three names. And he has come out and he has slammed those names. He does not like it whatsoever. So, I don't know why they put this Washington football team legend. No, he was a Washington Redskin legend. He never played for the Washington football team. I digress. Right. Charles Mann not happy with upcoming new team name. 
exactly one week from now, the Washington football team will have released this new name and begun the next chapter in its franchise's history. Naturally, many people are eagerly anticipating the enormous announcement, but Charles Mann, one of the team's all-time greats, isn't one of them. In a Wednesday interview with uh, 106.7 The Fans Sports Junkies, Mann revealed his displeasure with where the organization is heading with its Nets moniker. He says this, quote, I'm not happy with the name, Mann, who's third on Washington's all-time sack list, told the Junkies. While Mann didn't elaborate on whether he knows the exact name, the Burgundy and Gold is set to unveil on February 2nd, he did explain that he was recently made aware of the finalists, along with other former players, and uh, those choices weren't well received. Quote, they gave us the three names probably three months ago on a Zoom call, and they asked us about all three of them, he said. (laughs) We... We crucified all three names. <laughs> oh man. Boy, this is gonna be a disaster. Man isn't against the fact that Washington is making the switch, taking a stance that, quote, if someone finds the previous name offensive, then it's offensive. And who who are we to say it's not? See, I got a problem right right there. Because by his logic. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Somebody may say that the Cowboys name is offensive to cows. So we should cancel it by his logic right there. But I'm not going to focus on that. Rhodes, what do you think it is? We crucified all three names. That's even though he didn't even mention it. That's hilarious that they just, and he said they, so I guess all the guys they sent names to hated all of them. Yeah. Hated all of them. The Washington woke skins. That's that's my vote. And we know that it won't be red wolves or anything like that or wolves because of copyright. Right. So right. this is going to be pretty bad, I think. It's going to be pretty bad, man. I mean, a legendary team like the Washington Redskins could be known as what the Washington... Didn't they rule out, rule out, they ruled out Warriors, didn't they? I know a lot I of think people so, were, yeah. were really pulling for Warriors. I, I don't think they're going to be the generals. Do we have the whole entire list of their names? I don't, names that were kind of out there. I think it's going to be something out of left field. Um, some people are saying the Washington, is it the Armada, maybe? I don't know. Somebody uh, is saying it's going to be that, something that may be a little bit too aggressive for the Wolfsters because you know they, well, the somebody, reason why they the reason why they changed the name from the Redskins is to please the woke mob. So when you talk about Armada, you're thinking of something you know attacking or something like that, and I don't think they want to do that. So it's going to be something very very PC. Some some people are saying it's the Admirals. I don't was Admirals no. even part one of the choices mm-hmm. names. Now the Admirals would make more sense if they actually played in Virginia because um Norfolk has the biggest navy base in the world. I, I don't like their name Admirals. Okay. It was Armada, Presidents, 
Brigade, Brigade Red Hogs, Commander Defenders, Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> and at one time, Red Wolves was in the running. Um, I think Washington I football team is on the table, though. I, I can't see Defenders because uh, that was the name of the XFL team that was up there. The and then defender. at that, the woke people might try to cancel that because apparently you can't defend your southern border. Right. I think it's the Armada. I think that's going to be the name. That's a terrible name, man. Washington Armada. I don't know. Of these names, do you like any of them? No. I kind of like Commanders. I mean, now Commanders, yeah, I guess that sounds relatively good. You know. You know what I like? I like the Redskins. That was a good name. Yeah. That'd be a great name for Yeah, that'd be a great name. Team. The Redskins, yeah. Now, there used to be a Washington Senators, right? That was the NFL team. Washington Senators were the was... ended up becoming the Texas Rangers. Oh, baseball. Okay, I can't yeah. remember exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, based on the way things are going, man, they might as well just call themselves the Washington Socialists. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Washington yeah. Bolsheviks. <laughs> The Washington Do- Dominions. Oh, you're not even supposed to bring that up. Um, hmm. Well, Old Dominion the, University is in uh, Virginia. Calling the Bidens. Yeah, I don't know. Armada's probably going to offend everybody. They're going to be mad. Yeah. I mean, the the Waltzers, man, one thing that they should know, man, you can never, ever do enough to please the Waltzers. It will never, ever happen. So they should just give up on that. You know, we got a pretty large, actually, a lot of our subs are Native Americans. Um, I'm partially large, Native American. By by and large, they're kind of they're kind of conservative, and like like my wife, very large percentage Native American, mm. and she see I, I see Rose. I got I got that Elizabeth Warren Native American one two percent. <laughs> She finds this stuff so asinine and actually offensive to their culture because she said it makes it makes Native Americans to appear weak and soft mm-hmm. to certain issues that supposedly offend. Yeah, she she's offended by the fact that they want to change the name. But you want to know, you know what, though, man? You want to know what? And th- this is the problem with all of this. These people, these social justice warriors, think they're fighting for social justice. But you notice something? They have canceled all minority uh, representation. No Uncle Ben's. No Anjamama. No nope. Washington Redskins. Land of Lates, Mia's gone. But when it comes to um, Little Debbie's, they ain't trying to cancel Little, little Debbie's. Little Debbie's is, is a white woman. When it comes to right. Wendy's, Wendy's is a white woman. They don't care about them. They're perfectly okay with that kind of representation. I would say that's kind of racist, don't you think? Uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, Washington, Sony, PlayStations. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap up the show, guys. Um, but we do got one super chat here. Margaret Margaret uh, Plunkett, four ninety nine. Just a poor white woman living in the People's Republic of Washington State. Good luck. I would highly recommend you get out of there. <laughs> oh, I tell well. you, man, this old George Floyd thing, man, we, we knew it was going to get 
we knew everything was going to get more woke after George Floyd. But now you got some crazy stuff ever since then. I mean, it, Joe Biden's talking about the net son, Supreme Court justice, or it's going to be a black woman. Qualifications don't matter. I mean, making decisions on race and gender is not good. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, because now I know this ain't the policy stream, but you already got the uh, the socialists. I'm talking about the real hardcore socialists, the BLM people in Congress. Already, they got a list of people already, and they're straight up socialists. So this is the problem, man. When you play the race card, all over St. George Floyd. Yep, their Lord and Savior, not mine. Uh, but that's going to wrap up the show, guys. We'll be doing our NFL pits tomorrow. So any other final words, Rhodes, before we wrap up this stream right here? Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. It has been a fun show. Very, very fun show. Smash the thumbs up button. Consider becoming a channel member. Member live stream um, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. So for members here and on the website, we will go see you guys then on that. Dan Quinn is staying in Dallas. Just throwing that out there to everybody. Okay. Is our defense coordinator? Yep. Okay. Good. I'm going to give it that. Well, that is pretty much it, guys. So be safe. We will see you guys tomorrow morning. We'll, we'll, we'll do our NFL uh, championship uh, game pits. Yep. And let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so, Rhodes, go ahead and knock it out, man. Go ahead and say it. Peace. We're out. <laughs>